Welcome to the Coin Op Cowboys, the podcast where four guys explore the absurdities of everyday life, sharing our entertaining experience and insights on a variety of topics. Hello, Coin Opians. This week, Chris opens up to the boys with his man crush, Tiger Woods. Everyone shares their favorite stories about golfing with the boys, but what we really want to know, whose golf bag did Steven poop in? Well, we'll find out. But first, we're back with another game of Yes And, where Angel guides the boys through three scenarios. But the question is, does Ryan enjoy his shock boner demo? Oh, yeah, stay tuned. Feel free to drop us a line. We love hearing what's on your mind. Our email address is coinupcowboyspot at gmail.com. Like, subscribe, follow, and rate us. You can find us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple and Google Podcasts, and YouTube, anywhere you get your favorite entertainment. We release a new episode every week, so take a listen to past episodes and get all caught up because you deserve it now. I'm switching over to the main stage. Ryan is holding knitting needles. Chris is polishing his shotgun, and Steven just finished nearing his butthole. Thank God. Let's hop on over and get those boys going. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us on another episode of the Coin Up Cowboys. I have the boys in front of me right here. They all look really, really happy and not tired at all. Um... They love the sound of my voice, and I know you do too. So, gentlemen, we're going to do introductions. What I'm going to do is I'm going to say your name. Uh, right now, you are in the perfect order, and it is the most perfect order. I cannot stress that enough, okay? And then I'm going to ask you a question, and you're going to answer that question after you say your name and you do a brief introduction. And that question, gentlemen, imagine you can swap lives with any historical figure for a week. Who would you choose? And what would you do? Again, imagine you can swap lives with any historical figure for a week. Who would you choose and what would you do? And again, we're going to refer to the perfect, perfect order. And that person is gone. Perfect, perfect order. All right, now he's going last. Oh, he came back with a banana. <laughs> but he hasn't even heard Look the question. Look at him, he came back with a banana. <laughs> Did you hear the question, Stephen? What? God. Whoa! Did you deep throat that banana, dude? <laughs> Jesus Talent. Christ! Talent. Why? Do, why do you eat like a banana that way? Why do you go so smooth? Sometimes they're dry, and I just want to make sure it's like coated. <laughs> so it goes down my throat nice and. Talking to the mic. Me. Yeah. All right. I'll I'll say the question, question one more time for you, Thanks. Stephen. Imagine you can swap lives with any historical figure for a week. Who would you choose? And what would you do? And you are the first person. Historical? Yes, sir. For a week. Mm. You know, there was this really cool dude I learned about in my history class. He was a president. I think it was um, Teddy Roosevelt. Dude was like, dude was cool. Sounded cool. Um, No, Angel, I don't have a good answer for this question. Pass. (laughs) God damn. Teddy Roosevelt, and you would just be Teddy Roosevelt? Ride around on my horse and shooting shit. Why not? Didn't he lead? What, what? Was he in a wheelchair? Uh-oh. FBR. Oh. Did he say bully a lot? Um, Theodore Roosevelt. Let me see. What was his band of horse riding guys called? The Rough Riders. Was it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Hey, you're asking the local historian. I had a history teacher that was like absolutely in love with this dude. Like she would talk about him all the time. And I just want to ride around being a rough rider on a horse. All right. Thank you so much, Stephen, for your... um, Angel, for the record, I hate that fucking question. (laughs) I don't like it. I don't give a fiddler's fuck. Next up, in the perfect order, 
Chris. <laughs> Guys, what up, Cowboys? Wranglers. Another fantastic episode here. You know it's a good episode when Steven starts off deep-throating this banana over here. But, uh, you know, coming from the guy who loves history and all the great historical things going on. Okay. I would... Well, you know, I'm kind of torn between a few different guys, but I think the one that I'm going to settle on is Mr. Julius Irving, also known as the Dr. J on the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, the reason I say that is he had a few different great things going for him besides being crazy talented, but uh, he was in one of the cooler eras of the United States. Like he was born in, or he was, he was born. Born after World War II, so I didn't have to go with the World War II stuff. I didn't have to go with Prohibition during the 20s. I didn't have to go with uh, to go against the uh, Comanches in the 1800s, you know, or the traveling the the Oregon Trail. He was in a cool part of America, and the cool thing that was going on with his life is he was really talented, top of his career. Like Lakers were this phenomenon, and on top of that, I heard the the week there is just the Lakers lifestyle and the wild party. That's not really me, so it would have been cool to like just live the lifestyle for a week and then go back to normal. I thought, life. I thought like you're going to go basketball player. I think you would have gone with Mister uh, Twenty Thousand Body Count, Wilt Chamberlain. I wouldn't. Dr. J. Ooh, that'd be a good one, too. Yeah, I was I also considering like Jordan. Chamberlain for a second, but I was like, nah, everybody's going to think I'm like a sex addict and shit, bro. Well, no, they don't, they don't think <laughs> that they know that. <laughs> says, says the man who just deep drove it a banana. All right. Thank you so much, Chris, for uh, Dr. J. <clears throat> All right. Next up, we have the wonderful, wonderful person who's uh, sitting third in the chair. He's a great man. And uh, that name is Ryan. What up, Coinopians? It's your favorite cowboy, Angel likes to keep you guys waiting. And, you know, they always say they save the best for last. Now, my historical figure would be the the great Glenn Bell. Ah. You know who Glenn Bell is, Angel? He invented the telephone? No. no that's Alexander Wait. Graham Bell, you adult. Oh, you adult. Oh, God damn it. Glenn Bell is the inventor of Taco Bell, baby. Shut up. Oh, my God. <laughs> what would you do as Glenn Bell? I would find my family, that I, my current family, and give them 30% stock and unlimited Taco Bell. Beautiful. Man, kudos to Ryan about trying to make this work for his future when Steve and I over here are just caring about living in the moment. I got to think smarter, not you know, harder, I was like baby. like the same as Chris. I'm like, what am, what am I not? And I'm like, I'm not like this badass that rides around on horses fucking getting into wars and shit, doing this crazy shit. And Chris is like, I'm not a basketball player who parties and lives a larger-than-life person thing. And he's like, that's what I'm going to do. Ryan's just sitting here fucking trying to get fucking Taco Bell. <laughs> you do that every day anyways. <laughs> I almost spit out my soda. <laughs> this is the way you said it. Thank you, Ryan, for your Taco Bell investments. You're welcome. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and round it out. Fucking uh, inventor of the to- of the fucking telephone. <laughs> <laughs> like way cooler, but no. Yeah, that would have been cooler. Uh, all right, I'm gonna go round it out, uh, and I'm gonna go there, okay? Because I'm not afraid to go there. Just so you know. All right, cuckoo, no doubt. I'm going with one John Lennon. Well, you're gonna say Hitler. I was going to pick that, 
And just get, yeah, Hitler and get really good at art. Uh, no, I'm going with John Lennon from the Beatles. And what would I do? I'm going to tell you. Tell that screeching nightmare of a woman, Yoko Ono, to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Good job. You solved and, history. And uh, try working things out with uh, Cynthia Powell. I didn't know so. that we could become this person and then do something. I just thought it was like, which life would you have wanted to live for a week? I didn't know I could manipulate space-time. Well, he said, what would you do? You interpret that as you will. Uh, that's what, that's what separates a, a good man from a great man. Separates... Yeah, you, you, you know, Angel, so while you're John Lennon, you might want to avoid that hotel in New York on that fateful night, too. That might be a good idea. Maybe get some Taco Bell takeout. Well, yeah, yeah. Look out for uh, look out for that hotel. Thank you so much for that tip. And that rounds out the questions. I hate the question even more now. Good for you. Why do you hate it so much? It's because fine. I didn't know we were manipulating space time. That's a boring question. Oh, yeah, I just want to become a billionaire from 1920s and give it all to my young family just jealous it's because you didn't think about it steven you're just being selfish probably thinking about how you can put it into a mobile app and just whittle it away i was thinking which <laughs> life of a historical person would i want to live a week of because it would be interesting for me not oh i want to become a rich guy so i can manipulate space time and make my family rich now and have free taco bell whatever uh, you know i want to be uh, that one dude with, I'm gonna, let's yeah. put it to a vote Let's put it to a vote. Should we give Steven another opportunity? No, I don't. No, I don't. No. I don't want another. We'll opportunity. Move on. I don't want another opportunity. I would still do the same thing. You guys just don't appreciate good things. You want to like <laughs> manipulate shit so you can have talk. What about. are you bitching about? What are you bitching about? Just move on. <laughs> All right. Very good. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I can't look at you, dude. Okay, I pick. I pick John right, Holmes. Thanks. I want to have like a humongous porn dick, and I want to fucking just. I want. <laughs> I want to go find like Chris's like ancestors. I want to fuck them all in the butt just so that they have like a story of this dude who fucked his like fucking ancestors. I don't know. Oh Sorry, wild tangent. Dude, way better after you thought about it. <laughs> all right, Angel, spin your fucking wheel. Whoa, yeah, I got yeah, a bone to pick. Oh, I got a bone to pick with a certain grievances. cowboy on here. Boner alert. Yes. So my first question is, Cowboys, can you please tell me what what season is it? Not, not I don't want to hear fall or winter, even though I love pumpkin spice lattes. Uh, I don't want to hear that, but I want to know what season it it's is. It's football right now. season, baby. It's football season. Now, what is an important part of football season? Nachos. Thanksgiving. Mm-mm. It's called fantasy football, right? Yeah. Uh, now, okay. now we're getting kind of late. Um, there's a certain thing in fantasy football coming up, and it's a certain milestone. Does any any Cowboys know which one I'm talking about? Playoffs. 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 Now, talk about playoffs. Now, you know what chaps my backside more than anything else? When a certain someone doesn't set their freaking lineup. And he starts giving easy wins away to people who don't deserve it. And I have, I'm going to take this opportunity to call out someone. Does anyone know who that cowboy is that did that? It's probably Ryan. I, have, I don't think it was me. Angel. It was, me. it was freaking Angel. How dare you? I am going to read you. This happened. This was like, uh, I guess this was like oh, a week, no, week and a half no, ago. This is, this is week 10. Not the week receipts. 10, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, God. I'm going to point out. So the his quarterback, Tua, on the Miami Dolphins. Bye week. Next person, DeAndre Swift, Philadelphia Eagles, running back. Bye week. <laughs> Next person, Dallas Godart. 
He broke his leg the game before. Out. He had three players that were completely out, didn't even score, and his grand total was 58 points. 58 points. No, that doesn't even try like me. That doesn't sound like me. Oh and my then God. on and then on top of that, you know who he gave a win to? Freaking Casey. And Casey scored seventy-one points. He let Casey get a free win with seventy-one points because he couldn't take a moment to set three people in his freaking lineup. What a cuck. Hey, 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 that's that's aggressive. Okay, <laughs> and, and you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I don't set my lineups because I forget. And I'm very bad about that, and I need to set a timer. I think I need to set a timer on my phone. And uh, I, you always text me, and I appreciate it. Well, I, I don't uh, think a timer is going to fucking do this, Angel. If you had a player break a leg a week before, that's not something that a timer is going to help. You ignored it for an entire week. Fair point. Uh, Fair point, Ryan. I, I don't know what to say. I just need but to be This better, isn't somebody woke up with COVID on Sunday morning and like, oh, shit, they're out. I got to make sure my lineup's set. There's a whole week you ignored. Jesus Christ. Fair point, right? Yep. Well, well you know you know what else is going to be Your forgetting? Vote? The playoffs about <laughs> you. <laughs> Damn. What an idiot. Cardinal sin. Cardinal sin. Oh, you set your lineups no matter how terrible your team is. Now I'm never going to listen to Steve. Yeah, Steve, my, my boss is in that league, and he... Uh, He's bragging all the time about how he's doing so well. Now I know why, because he's playing with a bunch of fucking retards. <laughs> that is correct. He's actually first place right now. And I know. He tells me, me all the time. Yikes. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. Thank you for that bone. I will accept I, I it. I see that you care little about that. <laughs> so, yeah. Fair point. Fair point. Next. Well, very good. Very good. Um... I, I just need to. I up. wish I had a bone to pick with somebody. I'm in a spicy mood right now. I would lay into somebody if I had a bone to pick. I don't. Mm. Keep your head down, boys. Keep your head down. Ryan. Skid Head Stevens on the prowl. Listen. <laughs> I got the tattoo appointment set up for everything, man. Lightning bolts and all. What? 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 For the Chargers. Like a lightning bolt for the Chargers. You're getting a tattoo. No, absolutely not. Never. That would be perfect for your nipples. Yeah. If if you got a tiny, <laughs> if you got a tiny lightning bolt just tattooed on each nipple head, then I would have like the freaking Nazi. I would totally stuff. pay for it. it. Look like Nazis. I would totally pay for you to get tiny little lightning bolts on your nipples. I will put your name on my nipples. <laughs> Whoa, like on a grain of rice. No, I have good sized nipples. Fit. What about a tramp stamp? There is guys with tramp stamps. Tramp I don't stamp? get it. I've seen them. Like straight dudes with tramp stamps. I don't get it. I don't either. Ryan. Steven. Will there or will there not be Christmas karaoke this year? I, I might set it up for my birthday event this year. Because last year I wanted a booze cruise. But Ryan's been told that it's impossible to book a booze cruise in December, even though when we're in California. Did we do anything for your birthday last year? Did I do anything? I don't remember anything. I think so. We went to that arcade place. Oh, yeah. That house. was very memorable. That's that when the Chargers dope. got destroyed. And I that was. It ended up being like a really fun night. I think that it was. I'm laser tagging. Really <laughs> laser tag. Tagging the the dance party room where the pants fell off. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> oh, I gotta find that video. That's one of my favorite videos of all time. You just Fucking see us all being drunken fools and cartwheels happening and people tripping and pants falling off. So can't make it laser up. Tag? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good ass night. That was a good ass. That was really fun. Balance beam. Remember the balance beam? <sighs> Trying to walk the yeah. <laughs> Like Drunk? a cat. Mm. 
right. Anyway, Angel, spin your fucking wheel. It's getting oh, late. Oh, you got it, Super Chief. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's almost like 2 a.m. All right. All right. Is it gonna be probably gonna be Christopher? Totally gonna be Christopher. Christopher! You guys are not gonna be impressed with my my oh, topic. God. Oh God! Uh, ah! Angel's topic today is gonna be uh, cold. <laughs> cold, huh? That's your word. You're choosing the word. <laughs> coal, word maybe, maybe some coal. Okay. Yeah, that you want that to be your word, Chris? That'd be cold. a good one. Yeah. Cold, coal, and what do you got? Today? Oh, what I think your word's gonna be today? Prolapsed. <laughs> Prolapsed. <laughs> you are in a spicy mood today. No, gentlemen, you're all wrong. <laughs> Once again, wrong. Wrong. The word for today. And by the way, I just want to take this opportunity to thank you guys for listening. You know, voice, my voice particularly. Thank you. Um, Ew. I should actually say you're welcome. You know, it's the little things in life that make all the difference. What can I say except you're welcome? I'm happy to give you the gift of me. Uh, <laughs> take, a, take a deep breath in and out, you know feel my presence in your ears it's it's nice to listen to to a professional in life so you're welcome all right let's go ahead and jump into it the word for today is practice hmm. and i'm not talking about football practice where i hit my teammate so hard he shit his pants <laughs> that is that <laughs> a true story that is a true story <laughs> i would love to hear that story i hit my teammate and he shit his pants i don't want to be hit i don't want to be tackled by angel i don't want to be tackled by angel it's not going to feel good. Or violin practice, where those intellectuals practice their scales over and over and over again. Or even the practice that makes perfect. Whatever that means, all right? I'm talking about practicing. Yes, and, baby. We're bringing the game back by popular demand. We got so many emails. What? So many practicing emails. Practicing what? Yes, and. We're playing that game again, baby. I don't remember Woo! this game. It's just to keep something going. Yeah. So how this works, I present a scenario in a person... To kick us off. That person will then pass it to another, and who they will agree with the prompt and add to the story. And at the end of the run, we should have a wonderful story. Lore, if you will. I'm thinking of calling it cowboy lore. Uh, but I'm not sure yet. So it's still in the works. Anyway, we'll have three scenarios that we'll expand on, and five minutes in which to do so. Are you ready? So, are, how are we doing the order of transitions, or is it just... You just gotta pitch it. You take yeah, it, and you pitch it. You say it to somebody, though, right? Yeah. yeah. You're going to ask him about it. So I have five minutes on the clock. I'm going to go ahead and share it. Wait, stop. Was I sharing this whole time? That's funny. Just, just the wheel, though. Very good. Okay. How do I, how do, I do this? How All do right. I? <clears throat> the first one, can you guys see anything nope. else? Or you just, just see the timer? We just see the timer, bud. And that you use Yahoo as a search engine because you're fucking... I can't... I keep wanting to change... Shut up. <laughs> True geniuses use Bing. Oh, disgusting. What is wrong with you? Coming from the Yahoo guy? Can't believe you. It's all I about Mozilla. Jeeves. Oh, Mozilla? No, no yeah, Ask Jeeves. That's, that's where it is. No, dude, you should be using Opera GX. Not a sponsor yet. All right. First, uh, no, that's not a search engine. I heard uh, DuckDuckDuckGo. DuckDuckDuckGo. I used to use DuckDuckGo. It's really good. Alta Vista. Yeah. When you have stuff to hide, use DuckDuckGo. No trackers. Or Yahooligans. Mm-hmm. I don't want to play anymore. I had a teacher in middle school that had us use Yahooligans. What the fuck is that? It was like a search engine that's like kid-proof, I guess. I don't know. Like filters out porn, probably. 
We found porn in the school library. We got around that shit. <laughs> she used to pull out floppy disks. You know what she called floppy disks back in the day? It used to drive me crazy. Three and a half. She called them. She called them diskettes. Oh, yeah. It really bothered me. It's bothered me to this day because I still remember it, and that was like thirty years ago. That doesn't even make sense. Not even make <laughs> okay, let's let's introduce the first scenario. We are hired by world leaders to distract the masses from their globalization plans. We are tasked to invent a new sport that would become more popular than football. We need to come up with two things, a name and rules. Now, the first person to kick that off is going to be Chris. Now, guys, thank you for meeting me all here today. See, we're starting with problems. Because with problems, we can find solutions. And my problem is I want to pick up where we left off at Prohibition. Am I right? What can we do that would have solved Prohibition? We want to bring that to light. Steven, give me, give me some names. It's a little weird. I'm a little confused. I thought we were coming here to invent a sport. But if you want to go back and talk about Prohibition, that's fine. My favorite thing about Prohibition was that uh, finally... Uh, started tackling the real issues in this country and that was alcoholism and uh i think i'm going to pass that over to our expert on alcoholism ryan and uh yeah see see, see prohibition is a great thing you understand it means it makes alcohol cooler we could charge more for it we're going to make more money you know we, we, we pretend that we have morals but then everybody goes and drinks underground and everybody makes more money and even better we're making more money and we can write tickets for people and then we make money off those tickets it's a beautiful fucking thing angel how many tickets do we need to give every day to make it worth a while we need to you, you know what i don't have i don't i don't have the data for for, for, for that today junior I, i'm really really sorry i i i just really wanted to to be happy with mike mike the the, the ticket man mike <laughs> Mike, the ticket man, will have your answer. <laughs> have you seen him, Ryan? I fired that piece of shit. He doesn't write enough tickets. You can't call a guy a ticket man without getting fucking tickets. Christopher, who is the new ticket man? You know, I'm actually thinking uh, that we should get a, a convicted felon to do the ticket man because he knows how to shake people down properly. Genius. You know, and. And you know he's you know the other aspect that I really like about him is he is a he is aware of rules. So with this new uh, with this new sporting event that's going to be able to uh, make a mark on prohibition and what we can do going forward with alcoholism, what's uh, what's some kind of rules that we need to do to keep it in the guidelines? What do you think? What do you think, Stephen? Listen here. Our main objective here is that these rules are going to create such uh, chaos amongst uh, you know the general public uh, that it's going to distract from our globalization plans. Um, so, with that being said, uh, I think the first rule is to not only employ uh, convicted felons to sell tickets, but also to release all child molesters into the streets to organize youth activities. Uh, the fighting amongst people. Uh, unhappy with these new rules will be a perfect distraction from what we're doing. Ryan, do you have any other distractions uh, you might want to throw into this? Boobs. Boobs. Okay. We need more boobs on the field. You know, everybody loves a good boob. You put the boobs on the TV and people will turn it on. You put the boobs on the field, they'll show up in person. 
You know what? The, the, they, they think they'll have a chance to touch the boobs and they'll they'll pay more money. They'll buy our secret beer. They'll 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 they'll, they'll buy our merchandise. Angel, get us more boobs. Titties? Titties? You want titties on the field, Ryan? I can get you titties. Yeah, but what what what's the rules to the titties? They have to be. They have to have tattoos on the nipples, Angel. I can't have (laughs) boobs without nipple tattoos. There's only one purse. Oh, my stutter's going away because it's really hard to stutter. When you don't have one. Steven, you know, I heard that you are looking into getting tattoos on your nipples. Do you think you can you can set up a you can set up Ron, our tattoo artist? A tattoo artist, uh yeah, Ron's available. Um although while considering tattooing nipples, I think we also need to consider the overall shape of the tit for maximum uh attraction, right? Through our sporting events, uh, only big. Only I consider big. a good droop a positive thing. You know, you want a good droop no. on it with a nice size nipple with a great tattoo on it. Ron, our tattoo artist, is offering three for one specials. So you bring three bitches and get your nipples tattooed for free. Chris, I heard you are heading the um, efforts to market this to the public. That's right. I think we got all the pieces we needed. We know that uh, we know that alcoholism needs to be involved. We need street fighting. There's like some, uh, you know, youth sports getting all together. All we need is a nice famous guy to bring it all together. I'm thinking OJ Simpson, and let's call it fun times in society. Yeah. Fabulous. Fun times in society to distract from the globalization. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. And that's time. That was. That was. That went off the rails. A Immediately bit, off back. the rails because Chris brought up probation. <laughs> so we needed to create a sport and I was trying to pitch like an alcohol sport. But then I, I, I see that you read it as Chris wanted to talk about a historical thing. And then you're like, well, I don't know why, I don't know why we're doing that. I was like, no. Yeah. I was, I was saying, I was trying to be like, what like, I don't sport, think Chris heard the prompt at all. That's what, <laughs> what, what sport should we have had back then? It would have been great, yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> no, very good. Very good. Uh, we'll, we'll see what they say about that one. Yeah. All right, let's bring up the second. I was, I was imagining a Hunger Games pitch coming, you know, and like let's put kids, let's make kids fight each other to the death, you know. Yeah, yeah. that would have been good. Yeah. Okay, second scenario, ladies and gentlemen. We're explorers in an exotic temple, and we just found a jewel that changes the weather. Hmm. We need to now decide on the first world event and the person to kick that off. Steven. Well, guys, uh, it's a little dusty, but I think this is a jewel. It's, uh, it's got an inscription down here, and uh, the inscription says something in, in hieroglyphics. I, I can't make out too much. My uh, hieroglyphic uh, is a little rusty, but I see something about changing the weather. Ryan, I, kn- I know you studied it back in uh, Oxnard. Uh, can you uh, transcribe this for us, bud? Yeah, you idiot. You're going to use this goddamn gem, and it's going to be able to create... World-changing weather events. Oh, zoinks. We're going to scare everybody, and we're going to control the world to do what we want it oh. to do. I think we could start with a volcano. Christopher, where do we put this? Where do you want this volcano to erupt? My pants. 
great eruptions are centered around great areas. And I'm thinking all great volcanoes should be in Vegas because they've already got some there, some excitement. So I think that'd be a good place to aim it, you know. And, uh, you know, while we're strategizing that, I see that there's this uh, instruction manual over here. Did you did any of you guys see the instruction manual? I'm looking I'm looking here on the front and it, it's, it says this one phrase on the front. Stephen, can you can you read this phrase for me real quick? Omnus Apopehan. I don't know. I don't get this language. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. Now, now, Angel, you're the you're the uh, local linguistics expert, right? Can you please interpret that for us? Absolutely, absolutely. It is how to use the gem <laughs> to create volcanoes. Mm, solid. Yeah. Now, yeah. now, now, it's got this. <laughs> now, there's Very there's convenient. like a. There's like a good hundred pages in here, Angel. Why do you think they would need an instruction manual with a hundred pages? You know, that's a good question, and I think we ha- we need a, a more important question. Is actually the aesthetics of the volcano? I want two. I want two titty volcanoes, and I don't want volcano magma to come out from the top. You know what I want coming from the top? I want titty milk. I want boiling titty milk. I think I need to turn to yeah. It's right here. It's right here. It's on page sixty nine. Hey, <laughs> nice. Yeah. What do you think, Ryan? You think it's possible to get titty milk volcanoes on Vegas and in San Bernardino? I think so. I think so. I mean, if you go to Chili's, you can get molten lava cake. That's what I'm thinking. Giant molten lava cake. It'll bring the crowds. It'll wow them. They'll give us money. It's a genius idea, especially for Vegas. I don't know about San Bernardino, but you know, Las Vegas, there's money. San Bernardino is going to bankrupt us. Steven, do you think we should be in San Bernardino? Well, I personally um, don't really want a volcano where I live. So, um, <laughs> guys, can we uh, pick another location? Uh, Chris, uh, you seem to be uh, making decisions. You know, I'm wondering, do you think is is it the volcano or is it the weather event that could make this better? I mean, like some snow, some snow in Southern California would be like a nice, a nice aspect, you know? Like, uh, like you know, when – remember – what what was that what was that saying we had when we were back in college in the uh you know in the anthropology class Stephen what was what was what was that saying that the teacher always said about weather um uh, said is she a hoe she blows <laughs> that's the one that's yeah. the one thank you thank you so so obviously wise words of wisdom right there you know I mean that's that 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 teacher went on to be like a very successful career right Ryan. I think she got fired for sleeping with the students, Chris. Don't, don't, don't make it. I was the last one. Don't get one. the clap when you make the cheeks clap. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, could we could we market that? I, I feel like there's a marketing opportunity here that we could talk to Vegas and say, hey, man, those cheeks are about to clap if you start don't start paying us some royalties. Right? Yeah. Right? Could we could we make that work? Like, I mean, a- Angel, like, I mean, that's been done plenty of times before, right? I've only seen it done once, and it was when I took that mountain trek in Peru. Okay? I was looking for the ass crack of Luby Doobie. It's an ancient god that the Luby Doobie men would worship. And, you know, I've only seen ass, 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 what is it? Check, cheeks? Ass, cheeks, clap? There. But I think, you know, I recall in Nolens, Nolens, there was ass clapping. Anybody know anyone in Nolens we can call? Maybe we can get uh, them connected to Peru and the Luby Doobie men.
A rougarou. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Ryan? A rougarou. A rougarou. You want the rougarou? The rougarou is too dangerous. Steven, I think you have the curse of the rougarou. Didn't you beat it? How did you beat the curse? Uh, I uh, went over to Chris's house and kind of transferred it to him. It's a little unusual how I transferred it, but it involved a little bit of Luby Dooby Mountain, if I have to say so myself. Yeah, you got it now, but You know that that Luby Dooby Mountain? That was, I remember that was the same place. That was the same one that caught fire years ago. And I remember that a certain someone must have also been using a jewel to put that fire out. I think it was... Was it was it Cardi B WAP? I think was that was that the name of the song, Brian? Yeah, the wet ass pussy baby. You get that pussy juice to drip all over it, it puts the fire out. There you go. So see, maybe maybe they used the jewel at that time. We can market the jewel to put fires out. You you know that Cardi B? You know I'm a big fan of her. You know chest uh, and her ass. You know it's the himini hominas. You know the uh, the old boys. The old boys. We should we should model the uh, the volcano after her tiots. Right, right, right. And then one time, dude, I saw her doing a stripper video and her nipples done fell over her titty. It was like the nipples were all the bottom of her titty and the rest of the titty was still up there. What the fuck is up with that, man? I'm going to put these volcanoes with... It's going to erupt out of the side of the mountain. That's where the nipples is. All right, that was time. <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, we'll see what happens with the himini yeah. and the. Uh... I'm sure it will be pure garbage. <laughs> fairly confident in all that this is going great nah. yeah, <laughs> this is fucking retarded all right let's just get this over with third no, scenario third scenario it's the last one it's the last Fuck. one you said oh well you've tossed to me see what happens we're going we're going with the last person you that was your last yeah. one where you sounded like a weird nerd <laughs> okay third scenario we're going to approach this a little differently. We're going to start with Stephen and Ryan. Yes. Ryan, you're going to kick it off. Stephen, right? You're a shop owner. Ryan, you are dis- a disgruntled customer. Chris and I will come in on my word, and go. Hello, sir. Oh, uh, how may I help you? Owner, I thought you said shock boner. No, no, no. Listen, hey, uh, yeah. Is there anything I can help you with, sir? Yeah, the, you you sold me this shock boner, and it didn't work. Listen. I, My wife is very disappointed. I told your wife 10 times, we do not sell shock boners in our store. Are you sure you're not talking about the pop boners? The ones that pop out when you say, okay, Google, pop that boner? I Yes, I looked you in the eyes last week and I gave you $80 for this purple stick. And I said, sir, this is the shock boner, right? It's going to please her. And you said, sir, you have my guarantee. She's never going to feel anything like it. And I took it home. And I said, baby, I got a ride for you. It's a shock boner. And the store owner said, you're going to you're gonna moan like a ghost. And you said, oh, she slapped me? And said, go return that. You got swindled. Chris, Chris, you are his wife. And you come into the store wondering what's taking so long. Oh, Ryan, did you get a refund on the shock boner or at least get the model two? What's taking so long? I need my pumpkin spice latte. This piece of shit skinhead over here says that they don't sell any shock boners. Never have, never will. Sir, sir, please, please. First of all, ma'am, I'm so sorry for the confusion. I explained to your husband that it was a pop boner, not a shock boner. The shock boner is that yellow model over there. 
yellow electricity shock boner the purple one is the pop boner the yellow one is an additional 250 dollars, and i would have happily sold it to him but he was specifically pointing to the purple one and i will like happily make this right i will give you the shock boner for half off but unfortunately i can't accept the return it's been used we can't do that come on man no, you're a real piece of shit. You know what? I know you're a piece of shit. You might have shaved your head to hide your, your slick back hair past, but once a piece of shit, you're always a piece of shit. Listen. You probably didn't go have sloppy steaks for lunch because you're a piece of shit. You promised me the shock boner. Give me the fucking shock boner. Now, if you want a used pop boner, I'll give you a used pop boner all right. Listen, my daughter just started uh, chemotherapy, and I shaved my head f- just to show like my support for her. She's losing her hair, and it's just like, I'm sorry that this... This is causing you so many problems, sir. Is there anything I can do to make it right? I please don't ruin my business. It's a family business. My kids count on it for food. You know, I don't want you to go and write a bad Yelp review or accuse me of like doing anything wrong when I know I didn't. I saw that what happened with Jersey Mike's, and I just don't want this to be another thing that happens here. Is there anything I can up, do? Don't bring up, don't bring up the Jersey Mike's. You don't, you don't you dare. That was a separate situation. You don't bring them up. You don't bring them into this. This is you and me. I don't want to hear your life story. You did me wrong. Now do me right, baby. Listen, maybe somebody should be doing your wife right, sir, because if you need to buy the shock boner to make your wife feel good, I think maybe you should reevaluate what you are doing in bed because I think you might need some help. Okay? It's the not doctor prescribed the shock boner. <laughs> We are not a pharmacy. Why, you know, sweetie, why why don't you just hand why don't you just handle the store owner like you do all store owners? Pull out your checkbook and buy their business. I will happily uh, sell you this business. Please pull out your checkbook. I would like that. No, that would give him money. I don't want to give him money. I want him. I want him to go out of business and suffer. But you, you know like what? to flex and let people know that you're better than them. <laughs> Here, I will let you. Have a free shock boner, and you can keep the pop boner free of charge on one condition. What, what, what's your condition? I demonstrate how to use this shock boner properly on your beautiful wife here. No, no, I see what you're trying to do. That's a trick. Listen, that's a trick. Your doctor prescribed it, just like just like a good pharmacy. The pharmacist will come and explain to you how to use it. I think this is the next best thing. I can show your wife the proper way to insert the shock boner for maximum pleasure. I want to talk to your manager. I am the owner. Oh yeah, what seems to be the problem here? <laughs> this, this piece of shit just skinhead. This piece of shit skinhead wants to shock bone my wife. Oh, what's wrong? What's what's the problem with that? With my wife. So. No, you want to know how it works, Sir, don't you? clearly She's doesn't know how to use it. The pop boner didn't work. Oh, come the pop on. Don't you love your works. wife? Don't you want her to be pleased? The pop boner always you works. You let a real professional get it. This this skinhead right here. Yeah, sure. He's a, he's a white supremacist, and he hates the blacks, and he hates the whites, and he hates the Allegedly. Asians, and he hates the oranges, Allegedly. and he hates the yellows, and he hates the purples, and all the colors. I don't know why. I, I disagree with him 100%, but he sure knows how to use a shock boner, and he sure knows how to pop that boner, too. I think I think if you put your trust in this young man, you will be satisfied, probably more satisfied than your wife. Yeah. Well, clearly his wife isn't satisfied. It's Honey, we're going home. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? You're not allowed to leave. You're not allowed to leave. Lock the fucking door. I'm Do not let this right piece now. of shit leave my store. He comes in here accusing me of not selling him the shock boner. Okay. I need to shock this? his fucking How about asshole. This? Instead of using it on your wife, we're going to use it on you. Yeah. Oh, please. Fucking Bend him over. <laughs> Come here, you piece of shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bend over. Let me see that tight little asshole. Let me fucking shove this yellow shock boat up your fucking ass. Show me. 
Show me your discoloration, you piece of shit. Ooh, Show me so your proud. It's so hairy. Oh, God. It stinks so bad. What the fuck? All right, and that's time. <laughs> Can uh, we get the reviews on that one? <laughs> Chris's, uh, Chris's mom's listening to this. And, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, what an imagination those kids have. Honey, <laughs> we should get one of them shock boners. <laughs> yeah, make it a t-shirt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that was very fun. That was very good. And uh, I'm closing Wait, out. I think that's about the way to do it. I think that's the way to do it. That, that format was a bit better. I liked it. I the liked popcorn it. shit. Do, do, hey, hey, Ryan, do you, do you feel better? I felt like you had a lot to get out on shop owner steam in there. <laughs> That's how he treats all of his that, places that, that, he goes and eats. <laughs> Shops at. Yeah. Start, started blended, reality started blending yeah. together right there. Did you bring up that Jersey Mike's? What is the Jersey Mike's? Don't worry about the Jersey Mike's. Mike's. No, I want to hear what you tell me so. about you making your, uh, your colleague poop their pants after you tackled him. Okay, it was during practice, and I was, it was actually a linebacker. And uh, I think that it was an option, 12 option. Yeah, and I was the I was blindside tackle. So what happened that day on a fine August afternoon? I uh, the quarterback, you know, says the cadence, and off I go to the linebacker. Didn't see me coming, and uh, yeah, yeah, I fucking tackled him, and he went limp in my arms, and it started smelling like shit. <laughs> Knocked him out. Yeah, it was very scary. Because I was like, holy shit, for a split second I thought I killed him. But uh, no. No, he just shit his pants and then he woke up and then uh, he was excused. So <laughs> That's how you get out of football practice, you shit your pants. <laughs> Dude, I'd be out so fast. Oh my god. Yeah. That was, that was fun. Anyway, thank you so much for participating. Uh, I love the situations y'all came up with, especially that last one. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Coin-Op Cowboys playing Campfire Stories. Yeah, I like that better. Uh, like these stories? Uh, you know, like you tell the Coin-Opians around the campfire. You guys get it, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. I just want to make sure that's clear for, for Steven. What happened? Yeah. All right. That's the end of my segment. That's all I got to say about that. Uh, let's go ahead and stop sharing that and uh, spin that fucking wheel. Here we go. How many minutes are we in? Oh, not bad. Okay. Spinning that wheel. And... Hey, it's Chris! Evening, Wranglers. Tonight I got a great episode of Decisions Were Made For You. But first, I want to make some cowboys want to make some decisions right now. Cowboys, what would you say are the highest paid athletes in the world? Now, the, the reason... Ronaldo. I'm more I'm more focused on the sport, but I'll give you some bonus points if you land where the uh, the player and the sport together. So, uh, alright, have at it. Look, sounds like someone's claiming Christian Ronaldo. Yes, Tiger Woods golf. He plays, he plays football in uh, Dubai. Yep. Christian Rialdo, number one soccer. We got, uh, what was the one? Uh, Ryan just had Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods, number 16, 75 so, million. I would say, like, uh, let's go with like Phil Mickelson in the LIV tour. Oh, yeah. Phil Phil's up here. You know, I see a few people on. I'm not, not seeing Phil on here, but there must be about eight golf ones on here, I would say. I don't know. Dustin Johnson? 
Dustin Johnson. Oh, there they are. Dustin Johnson and Phil Mickelson are actually right next to each other. Six and seven. Okay. I don't recognize any of these names. Uh, there's got to be. An, I think there's some more soccer guys, but I'm not. Ooh, Messi. Messi. Messi's number two. It's actually the top oh! three. The top three were soccer guys. Number four yeah, was LeBron what James. Messi, what was Messi get paid to go to my Inter Miami? I thought it was all 130 like, million. Ooh, uh, that's to, well. So 130 million is total earnings, which is on-field and off-field earnings. So well, I'm like not exactly sure if I can answer your like stake in the team. Is what they're doing. The okay, sport. that could be it. But yeah, so we got like the top three were soccer. We got the I think I saw auto racing. Yeah, so it just says auto racing. Lewis Hamilton, Max Verstappen. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah those are the top two F1 drivers right now. Yeah, there you go. I was looking for some NASCAR. I'm actually not seeing any in here. Oh, we got Tom Brady coming in at number fifty. What the fuck list is bo- this? Bo- below Deshaun Watson well, and bo- below Dak Prescott. List? He's got to be at the rock bottom. Brock, I was like, Brock is not even, for not even on the list. Not even on the list. Are you just from last year? The, no, this is 2023. Highest paid. Supposed to be somewhat recent. So, But uh, it was actually... It was... It was uh, soccer for the top three, then basketball, then boxing, then two golf, and then we kind of had a few different golfs from there. But uh, my question to you guys is: uh, you guys, you guys heard of golf before? A little bit on there? No, I've never. Like, heard let's of take, golf. let's say Ryan. Ryan, you've you've golfed, right? I don't know a little if bit. You saw that golf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so, rude. so so Ryan, I I started I started thinking about this. Imagine imagine how it went down when they started putting together the idea for golf. You want to you you kind of want to walk through with the uh, walk through with the with the Quinopians on how golf works. Like what's the what's the premise of golf? What's the starting premise? Drink. <laughs> you uh, uh, you knock a ball in a hole. Solid, solid. So, so it's kind of like like a like a pool thing, right? Pool billiards, right? Yeah, 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 but not with a straight stick, but like like a little fucked up stick. <laughs> okay, so 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 it's more like croquet then. Yeah, but but you put the hole like a hundred fucking yards away from where you're starting. Oh, okay. So it's, so we're talking more like bowling then, right? Bowling. Well, bowling is a straight line. With this, I'm I'm gonna put some shit in the way to really fuck you up, like. Some trees, bushes, some fucked up grass, you know. Solid, solid. And then, uh, uh, do you, you just do this one time? Do it eighteen fucking times, over and over again. Jesus. Solid, solid. Now that's a sport, ladies and gentlemen. That's that's something that we want to do, right? Now it makes me think, dudes must have invented that, right? Because you know, I think I would say there's like there's like four or five key ingredients that guys like about golf. Any any idea what those are? What do you beer, think those are? Beer, time, something time you need to drink. For, time away from their wives. Okay, away from the wives, and it takes eight <laughs> hours to golf. Got it. Fresh, uh, fresh grass. Grass. All right. Um, what about what about the fact that you need carts to get around? Because I mean, you're not going to like physically do this type of stuff, right? And then well, every you know, once the, in a while, somebody tries to be cool and do a walking, and then they're usually in the cart by hole four. That is true. That is true. And then, you know, I think what the most ironic thing that the wives don't realize is the fourth most important thing is you can't talk while you play. What? Right? Isn't isn't they're getting ready to hit? And like, okay, everyone get real quiet, real quiet. We're going to hit off right now. Everyone get real quiet. So, 
But, uh, you know, there was a pretty famous golfer out there, Tiger Woods. Have you guys ever uh, heard about Tiger Woods and some of the yes. cool things he did? Yes, we have. He's got some pretty fancy records. Records. Um, let's see here. From 2003 to 2005, he putted 1,543 putts from three feet and in. Ryan, how many do you think he missed? Zero. Three. Mm. A good guess. <laughs> you know, if if, if if I putted three putts from three feet in, I probably missed four. Like, it would just be that bad because I would miss it multiple times. Uh, Tiger, Hood, Tiger Woods holds the record for most weeks as world number one. He was the number one player in that sport for 683 consecutive weeks. It's because they cloned him. After he crushed his legs. So it was like 12 years in total. He was just like a solid stretch. Um, let's see here. Uh, there are eight PGA Tour seasons since 1983, which a player beat the field average by two and a half shots by a round. And all eight were by Tiger Woods himself. Uh, let's see what's another cool one I got on here. Um, during, uh, let's see here. Oh, Tiger Tiger has won five straight PGA Tour three times in a row. He's the only player in the past 60 years to do it. Tiger won nine times in the two, 2000 PGA Tour season. No other player led after nine rounds that. And the last one I got in here is from 97-2008. There was Tiger was negative 126 on the majors. That combined total. The next, the second place guy was positive sixty three. So Tiger Woods just like crushed everybody because he was such a talented, talented player. But you know something I realized about pros? I, I don't think they're that good. What? Yeah, I don't think pros are that good. I mean, like let's take Phil Mickelson for example. You ever watched him play ball? His ball always lands on the grass. How hard is it? To hit from grass. He should try hitting from wherever my shot lands and God knows where. Out in the woods or in a tree or like the bottom of a pool. You know, he should try like some hard shots like I got to live with. Unlike his shots, he's always hitting it from an easy spot. You know, it'd be nice if they like mixed an amateur golfer in there so that we all really know how good they are. Right. Now, have you guys ever done a golf with the boys? It's every time. Yeah. Like... Can you describe what golf with the boys is like? I think all of our viewers want to hear that. Copious amounts of drinking, followed by a little bit of golf. Hot dogs usually involved in the middle. Glizzies. Hot dogs. Sounds good. Solid. Drinking and hot dogs, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the next item I was thinking about was, what if... The wives, what if your wife said, oh, hey, I'm going golfing on Saturday. What would your reaction be? Okay. <laughs> cool. Solid. Like with us or like on their own? No, on their own. Oh, okay. Yeah, see ya. So I, I kind of I envision this conversation going this way. Like wife, hey, I'm going golfing for eight hours on Saturday. And then the husband would be like... But you don't, you don't know how to golf. And they'd be like, that's fine. I'll be there for eight hours. I'll figure it out. And they're like, well, but, but what about the kids? What about the kids? You're watching them. And then that would be it, right? 
And I kind of realized, I mean, that's how that's how it goes down at like my household. I'm just like, oh, hey, by the way, I'm going golfing. Steven hit me up. We're going to we're, we're, we're going to we're going to go golfing. Boom. Leave it at that. And kids aside, would you ever take your wife golfing? I have. How was it? Not as fun as with the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. She also doesn't really know how to golf yet, so it's kind of like a struggle. I feel like if I was, if she knew how to golf really well, I think I could have some fun with it, but still not as fun as with the boys. Mm. Get closer to the mic. Can't beat it. Still not as fun as with the boys, even if Mel or my whatever. Are we allowed to say first names? <laughs> so much attitude. <laughs> <laughs> even if Mel was good, I still think the boys would be much more fun. Golfing mm-hmm. with her was like a little bit too much of the like you're a married couple kind of thing. Like, oh, don't drive the cart so fast or like, where are you going? Or like, what do I do? Kind of crap. I'm just like, oh my God. Got it. Jesus. <laughs> I'm going to get yelled at right now. I'm going to get a text. You're waking up the uh, bed. There you Shut go. the fuck up over there. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I got to say about that. That's it. What? It was, was a whole segment. That was a whole segment. Yeah, it was a it was a conver- it was a conversational segment. Oh. Well, the, the <laughs> Goddamn, I thought it was the intro to the no no to that the, was, that the was history of Tiger Woods. What it's yeah, I'm just like golf had the scenario with the with your wife and how we go golfing. They don't. How would it go golfing with your golfing with your wife? Golfing with describe golfing with the boys. Yeah, Angel, do you golf? I always wanted to, but I never find the time. Or do you just show up at the golf course without clubs and bump into everybody's car? Oh, I was going to bring that up, too. <laughs> so Steven's yeah. amazing, Steven's amazing <laughs> golfing and beer festival they booked for us. We got one can of beer at the end. <laughs> I love how uh, we have certain, a certain friend, his name is Schmalix, and is still brings up the fact that Angel shows up. It just played bumper cars the whole fucking time. Yeah, dude. It was yeah. uh, it was a good time. It was a good time. Why is there anything wrong with that? I mean, <laughs> what's wrong with that? <laughs> There's nothing at all. No issue at all. Okay. What's your favorite golf story, Ryan? My my favorite one. <laughs> I think you're at this one. I think it was the time that we played hooky on like a Wednesday. We just like went randomly and played golf. But at yeah. some point, I think you and I were in the same cart, and then we heard like screaming behind us, and we turned around, and our buddy Bloody and Smalix. The cart was on top of Schmalix, and he was just screaming, Oh, it's fucking broken! It's fucking broken! <laughs> and all this. And, and Schmetti was just staring in fear, doing nothing. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I broke my friend's leg. Oh my gosh. And then we okay. just, like, lifted the cart up, and then, he, and then he limped off, and he was fine. <laughs> so, for reference. We're playing at like Riverwalk in Santa Ana and they have this one hole where you go down, you can go down the cart path. That's the normal way, but you can go down this huge grass hill down to like the, the, the river thing that they have running through the course. And we're cruising, me and Ryan are cruising down straight. We're stri- going straight down this steep hill carefully. <laughs> Schmetti and Schmalix are fucking palming the hill like as fast as they can whilst Eddie's turning the cart 
thing just and I, all I hear is like, oh shit! And like I look over, <laughs> the guy, the guy's just rolling, and then he, yeah, like he said, Alex is just like, I fucking broke my leg. It's broken. It's broken. It wasn't broken, but it scared the shit out of him. It's like. Oh, that was a good one. I haven't. That was the first time I've ever seen someone flip a cart. <laughs> but everybody, everybody has a cart flipping story. I know Chris, you must have. Don't you have a cart flipping story with uh, Schmanthony? Oh, that wasn't flipping. <laughs> You're gonna crash into a bridge. <laughs> oh man, oh man, what was my favorite? I, mean, I don't know. Like a lot of my golf stories just involve me getting really angry and just throwing my clubs or something like throwing my clubs into the lake. <laughs> yeah that putter sucks it's clearly the clearly the cups the other day i was golfing and i it was really cold i don't know if you guys ever played golf when it's really cold in the morning but like if you fuck up your shot and you clunk it really bad it fucking stings your hand so bad and i clunked it yeah the vibration like stung my hand really bad i got so mad and i fucking just did a baseball thing where i took the club and i broke it over my knee (laughs) what (laughs) It was surprisingly malleable. Like the club just like easily bent over my knee. I wasn't even like doing the whole like wham. Like I just kind of like slowly bent it over and it just broke in half. They're not very thick. (laughs) So so I don't have a six iron for the foreseeable future, but that's fine. I don't need to use that. Yeah, golf is so frustrating, but I I feel like you just got to take it casually that's why it's with the boys is fun you start drinking and stuff and like not with the boys competitively Com- with the boys just to hang out and get away from shit you yeah. know like because that's when golf is fun is when you don't really give a fuck if you're gonna play well or not like you're just there to hang out and have fun and ho- hopefully a nice smash day. a drive it is and usually golf courses if you go to the right ones they don't even have to be expensive but a lot of them are like really fucking pretty you know i play one regularly that has just like deer everywhere and there's just you wake up you're golfing there's deer on the side of the course they're just looking at you they're not scared at all because they're protected and you're just golfing you're up in the hills a little bit you get a little morning fog it clears out you're just like what is better than just waking up and just doing this you know so there is I've never something special coastal. about a 6 a.m tea time as, as, as shitty as it is to get up for that time it's always nice and refreshing yeah, playing Sunrise is fun. Well, we do it a lot before work so we could squeeze in like a few holes before work. Um, but uh, I've never played a coastal course yet. I think that's next on the bucket list. I played the desert. I played the hills. No coast. I want to play Hawaii. You, you know, Stephen, I'm, I'm assuming if all, you know, all those deer, you know, they're probably sitting out there like directly in front of you and they're just calm and collected probably because they know that out in front of you is the safest place to be on a golf course. <laughs> That's true. I have not hit a deer yet and they're everywhere and I should have hit one by now. <laughs> you know, so we had uh, Stephen and I are in another fantasy football league where before, so we golfed in the morning, then we drafted in the afternoon, which is the correct recipe for a fantastic draft. Uh, but something that they added on there is they assigned everyone like reasonable hand, uh, handicaps. And they said the winner of this golf tournament is going to pick the first week matchups in fantasy football. That was like a cool little unique thing that they added on there. But the reason I'm bringing up that story is Stephen and I were on the short par three. And I don't know if you guys have ever seen a competitive 
uh, slightly intoxicated Stephen, but he loves talking as much smack as possible on the golf course. <laughs> and he was making fun of my horrible shanks all day. And so uh, instead of instead of me going first, he walked up. He's like, Chris, watch me just freaking crush it right now. And he shanked it so far to the right that I'm not even sure if I got past the ladies tee or not. It was It was by far the worst karma shot ever. And I have never felt so powerful as then after that moment when I walked up to the tee box and I hit that ball and it landed about five feet from the hole. Yeah, that was pretty impressive since most of your other shots were nowhere near. It was. was. <laughs> I used all my luck on that, that one I shot. Car, I think the cart girl was over there giving everybody drinks. I feel like everybody was like, whoa, like and got that moment. And while I just shanked it. Yeah. Every, yeah everyone was there to see you shake it. For what it's worth. I hit a ball right afterwards and I put it really close too, but that, that is true. Count. I, I normally don't ball. tell that part second, of the story. Yeah. Second ball don't count. That shit. You could put this it in the This is a hole. safe place, Steven. You don't gotta, you don't gotta prove yourself. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. It's fun. Awkward silence. My boss tells the best story. He's like, everybody would like, you know, certain sports were nerdy. He went to like, Damien High School in Laverne, and one of the clubs they had on campus was like a bowling club, uh, which everybody was like, oh, bowling's nerdy. Like, it wasn't a popular sport in his high school, but he joined it, and his friends on the football team, he was on the football team at the time, would always make fun of him for being on the bowling team until they realized that, like, after, like, lunch period, he would get on a bus with, like, all the other bowling team people and go bowl the rest of the day, like... That's so cool. They'd be like, what are you doing? You're like, I'm going bowling. What the fuck? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to go get pizza and bowl for the rest of the day while you're in fucking class. I'm in the yeah. bowling, bowling team. So. Losers. That's you really figured I'm it out. Is, that's something I'm good at is bowling. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I just, I need a, I don't know what to do. Like, it looks, it makes me feel like such a bitch because I can't lift that fucking 14 ball. 14 pound ball up too high Come on, I'm like it's just 14 pounds i can't even lift it i don't have any of that strength needed to like lift it back above my head so i hate yeah, that i got my own set of balls baby no oh, are they small and ineffective no they're very heavy and, uh, <laughs> very nice oh hey hey steven i, I bet get into that though hey steven i bet you if you had a 14 pound tootsie roll you could probably lift that above your head yeah you know you know, I don't. Uh, I don't consider myself very athletic or good at sports. Um, I don't know if it's a genetics thing, but I, like I played basketball because I was like somewhat of a tall guy, but I wasn't very coordinated or anything. So I'm realizing, unfortunately, that I'm not handing off very much genetic talent to my children. So I was trying to think, what can they do to pay for their own college scholarships? And uh, I'm realizing that. I need to direct them like football, basketball, baseball. Eh, sorry, guys. You're probably just not going to make it there. But I think the options here is either bowling, golf, or water polo. So I'm going to try to send them in that direction, and hopefully this pays off in the future. Yeah. What, what, a, what a sad realization you've come up <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yes. I'm going to give them badass, bad eyesight and poor coordination. Yeah. <laughs> Well, right. sorry about that. And, uh, Chris, thank you so much for bringing that topic up. It's it's one that uh, one that I think was needed to be brought up. And uh, I, didn't I, know I was left flabbergasted that you ended a segment after ten minutes. I'll be honest, me too. 
<laughs> it was uh, <laughs> so so. I'm getting feedback and some realization that uh, <laughs> like a long Chris monologue is boring, especially and and when I say feedback, it's because I, I listen to all the episodes uh, myself, and I go, yeah, this one's kind of long and boring. This one's kind of long and boring, and I see that there's a lot of excitement when you get um, a lot of crosstalk going. So I said, you know what, I'm not going to go off. So I'm going to give a little bit of tidbit on golf, humor on how it works, a famous guy, and then just kind of let the golf juices run wild. So that was my goal here. Yeah. So I think the only difference is if uh, we, I think you're really good after I finish my segment to kind of spark the crosstalk. Like as soon as you stopped, we're like, wait, who does the crosstalk? Because I don't, I don't, I think you're always the one that's initiating a lot of the crosstalk after yeah. people segments. So we were kind of left. I think that's right. After you're finished, we're like, uh, what? <laughs> Whereas you would have just chimed, you would have just chimed in at that. If that was my segment, you would have just chimed in and started asking questions. So yeah. we need to do a better job at that. But I mean, crosstalk is everybody that I talk to, they say, I like it when you guys just start fucking talking about you know whatever it is that you guys are talking about like just the open conversation is really enjoyable so yeah i took that into consideration too like let's just get to that part the most that was that was a great great uh segment chris wonderful spook and I think off listeners are bitch going to enjoy that and actually steven that's a good comment you know it's because chris does jump in and he does ask the questions whenever there's a dead silence and we experience several dead silences mm-hmm. and we got to work on that Ryan, you ready to lose a spook off? Oh, lose a what? The spook off. I'm gonna fuck you up in the spook. How do you fuck. how do you want to format this? Do you want to do like we each get ten minutes to pitch our spook off? Sure. And then it's not like our segment; it's just the beginning part of the episode or something. Sure. Or do you want it to be our segments? I mean, I, I can go either way. I think it what needs to be like. What is the spook off? Are you guys just gonna tell scary yeah. stories? We're both. Yeah. Well, it's our spooky story. Yeah, yeah. There, there was a challenge challenge on the last episode about that. So, kind of, this is my thought. I could pitch it to you guys: is uh, um, envision campfire stories. Whoever tells the better, whoever's the that's, better storyteller, aim for that. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Is yeah, campfire. All right, campfire. It is. How do we decide the winner? Whichever uh, one of po- you poops popular more vote. In your pants. Uh, wh- whoever I choose to be the winner, because I'm the I'm the most can, important cowboy. Get your, you guys can oh, get okay. your opinions in, but we'll, we'll pitch it to our listeners, all thousand of them. Yes. Cumulative yeah, that's that's probably the real one. We probably got to put it out there and then ask for some email feedback and list a winner on a later segment. You're gonna have to post a poll. Yeah. I, and my yeah. spook off is gonna be a real story. I f- I forgot to mention. Not I forgot to mention. Fabricated bullshit. I got a special email I want to share. Oh, yeah. oh, fake email. Here we go. <laughs> Very fake. This is, hold on, I got to get to the right email address. Let's see, coinupcowboyspod at gmail.com. Were, were, were they emailing in their vote for the spook off already? Was it, a, was it a cease and desist letter? <laughs> <laughs> this is from M. Religa 80. Oh, well, I wonder <laughs> oh, I know who that this is. one. <laughs> You're number one fan here. Please tell Ryan the Detroit Lions will never be America's football team. Please tell him it is and always will be the 49ers. That's it. 49ers are never America's favorite football team. Yeah. As much as 49er fans would like you to believe that they're America's favorite football team, they are not. 
So the Lions, the Detroit Lions, are the underdog of the season. And if they make it to the Super Bowl, they're going to get a lot more people excited that they're there than not. One Ryan. pride, bitches. One, One pride. fucking pride. Let's Ryan, you're, you're forgetting something very critical here. Oh, oh, Who's got the better record? That's true. The Detroit Lions have a better record oh, than yeah. the precious 49ers and their rookie quarterback. That's right. Because, you know, last time I thought this was America. In America, it's about winning and being winners. That's why we're back to back. What's the longest losing streak that the Lions have this year, Ryan? They've only lost two. I think they've only lost one game at a time. And what's the longest losing streak that the loser-ass 49ers have lost? The loser-ass 49ers lost three in a fucking row. Wow. Three in a row. Embarrassing. Embarrassing. And then they win two, and they act like, oh, here we go. We're the best again because we won two in a row. Go fuck off. Go fuck yourselves. Go Filkafish. Do you remember who they lost to? The Vikings. the the Browns third string quarterback. What was that guy's Ooh. name? Ah, no one cares. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. They lost to the Browns. The they lost to um the Vikings and they lost to the Bengals. Yikes. We right. got crushed by the Bengals. And everyone's like, Well, there's no chance we lose to the Bengals, and they fucking got crushed by the Bengals. Now they play the Seahawks, then the Eagles, then the Seahawks again. And then the Niners play the Cardinals, the Ravens, Commanders, and Rams. So they'll probably win a few games going. They'll be a strong team going into the playoffs, but they have a few more losses coming up. I hate to say it. Darn tootin' they do. You know, I do do have some Detroit Lion trivia, though. Um, But first... First one's going to be from a Decisions Was Made segment. Uh, does anyone recall the what year the JFK assassination took place? 1963. Uh-oh. Hey. 1963. Since, so let me, let, me, let me pitch it this way. John F. Kennedy has only missed one playoff victory by the Detroit Lions since he died. In 1963, <laughs> 60 years ago. Well, you know, the last uh, Lions playoff win was in 92. So there you go. But this is the year. Quite a while. This is the year, baby. America's true football team, an underdog story. From Detroit. Hey, man, if you can't, it's like you can't get it done in 60 years, but 61 years, that's where Super Bowl teams are made. Well, you know, when's the last time the 49ers made a Super Bowl? Or won a Super Bowl. 90, oh, 94. Yeah, not, not not much better. Not much better, I'd say. Remember, I think they played in a Super Bowl recently, Ryan, didn't they? They did, and then they thought they won the Super Bowl and then proceeded to lose the Super Bowl. It was a beautiful thing. Well, wasn't there like Kaepernick. a... Oh, Colin, yeah. Wasn't there like a celebration picture, too, that they were all flexing like they just won the Super Bowl? They all laid down in the end zone and posed. Like, oh, this is it. This is going to be in the newspapers. Nope. And it was in the newspapers when everyone mocked them the next day. <laughs> They're like, wait, the game's not over? Yeah. Time <laughs> management. Maybe the Niners would be better if they worked on their time management skills. Right. Decisions are made. Fabulous. All right. Thank you very much. Go ahead and continue sending in your feedback. Uh, a lot of a lot of requests for dick pics. Uh, sorry, we're not sending those out yet. And uh, might be setting up a Patreon for that. We'll see. You got a request and, for me to do an OnlyFans about my calves. 
<laughs> what? I actually can't remember your calves. <laughs> They're forgettable. <laughs> Not yeah. as good as these bad boys. Oh yeah. Oh. She don't don't cramp up. Listeners, he's raising <laughs> a chicken leg. All right. Chicken wing, chicken wing. Hot dog and bologna, chicken and chicken. macaroni. All right, this might be the record longest podcast, thanks to Ryan. Thanks a lot, Ryan. You're welcome. Bitch. I appreciate you making it. Time time right, management, gentlemen. Ryan, you might want to work on that. Ooh. My fault, the PC wouldn't turn on. <laughs> Chris is coming in hot this, this, uh, this fucking segment. Like this it. One. I heard this was the spicy. Everyone said they were going to be spicy today, so I had a spicy tuna roll, and I was ready to make it happen. Yikes! (laughs) Did you really have a spicy tuna roll? I did. And then I had this other roll that had like spicy mayonnaise on it. It was pretty tasty. So got to get in the mood. All right, gentlemen. Thank you so much for uh, Chris. Thank you so much for your segment. It was wonderful discussion about golf and bowling and all kinds of bullshit. I will bring my golf clubs next time. I swear. uh, let's uh, listeners. Thank you so much for hanging in there with us. Please like, subscribe, follow, s- uh, share it with your friends because it is the best podcast out there. I'm going to be honest with you. This is beautiful quality content that you can get only here on the Coin Op Cowboys podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Anything else you guys want to say? We'll go around the horn, starting with Ryan. Thank you, all you beautiful people. And remember, the Detroit Lions are America's true football team, and they will win the Super Bowl this year, baby. All right. Thank Good you, night. Ryan. Good. All right. Uh, next up, Chris. Oh, you know, the Cowboys here. We want to thank all the lovely cowboy wives out there, all the cowgirls that let us go golfing. And I think the real thing that I want to thank you for is understanding the true importance that we should go do that because, you know, we make the income and we handle the household and it's tough being a guy and all that good stuff. So, you know, we just want to thank you for, you know, understanding that that's something we should go do. So, and, you know, we're, uh, you know, guys, if we're still on for next week, I'm down, you know, so thanks everyone. Very good. I agree. A hundred percent. Women get on board. Next up, Steven. (laughs) So first things, whenever you're talking to a salesman or just any sort of swindler, if they ever use the phrase, I'm be honest with you, they're not being honest with you. Angel, I see you. I see you using that. What? I'm be honest with you. He's being honest (laughs) with you. (laughs) I am being honest with you. That's it. Fuck off, everybody. And Chris, you're getting canceled for that comment about income and manage the household and shit canceled bitch can't wait <laughs> won't see you for a week <laughs> and with that we're out peace peace